Today there will be jokes with Alan and new trade of the month and lots of school highlights. Wherever you are listening, we hope you enjoy what we have prepared for today. Now over to Alan for some dad jokes. Hello. I hope that wherever you are listening from that you are doing well and you are happy. Now I have some dad jokes. Would you like to hear some dad jokes? Of course you would. Why did the crab never share? Because it was shellfish. 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 Yeah. No. Okay. How do you make antifreeze? Well, you steal her blanket. (laughs) I like that one. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? Because it was too tired to tired you know the tires on the wheels okay last one why do bees hum because they don't know the words yeah okay they weren't great but that's the whole point of a dad joke isn't it listen this morning i want to talk to you about encouragement now the dictionary defines encouragement as the action of giving someone support confidence or hope The action of giving someone support, confidence, or hope. Now, how do you like to be supported? How, where do you get your confidence? And who, who looks out for you? And even when we ask that question about who does that for us, who do we do that for? Because I always think, when we think of encouragement, it is always so nice when you receive encouragement. If someone likes maybe what you're wearing or something that you've done and someone goes, oh, well done, that was great. Or even if you don't do well in something, someone who comes along beside you and even isn't going to judge you for how good or how bad it was, they're just supporting you. They are with you. They are encouraging you. You know, someone who makes you feel good about who you are, the things you do, or even if you don't do well, someone is always going to be looking out for you. Now, in the Bible, the Bible is full of encouragement. It says, in, I'm only going to go through some of these, in one book called Thessalonians, massively weird, big, long name, but it was a place called Thessalonica, and Paul, when he was writing, was therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. And another book, another weird name, Isaiah, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not be faint. And then in Joshua, it says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't feel encouraged because of maybe things that are going on around the world or the things I read in the newspapers or see on television. And I can feel a bit downcast. I feel like, no, that's not, I don't like that. And I can feel sad. But then... 
I have people, I have friends, I have family, and, and I read through scripture where actually I am encouraged, where I am loved, where somebody is saying, come on, you can do this, or what impact can I have? Because all that bad stuff that might be happening so far away, but what can I do? And people can encourage me to think differently, to do something differently, or to even react differently. It is so good for us to feel encouragement. It is so good for us to be that encouragement. I know as a school, we are so good at supporting those around us um, in all sorts of different ways. So I want to encourage all of you. See what I'm doing there? I want to encourage all of you to, as we always do, to be kind to one another. To see how you can be a good friend to someone who might be in need. Because everyone needs to be encouraged. Everyone needs to know that they have that support. So as you are going about your day, whether it be today or whether it be tomorrow, I want you to think, even from that definition, the action of giving someone support, confidence or hope. Because we know throughout the Bible, we read so much about that hope. We read so much about confidence and support. But the Bible is not just a book to be read. A Bible is a book that we are meant to act out in our everyday lives. So I encourage you, see, I'm doing it again. Bring hope, bring confidence, bring support. And when you bring that, people will bring that for you as well around you. Because that is what we are all, as humans, called to be, which is to be that confidence and support and hope for everyone around us. Let me pray, and I hope you have a great day. God, I want to thank you for the encouragement that we receive from you through reading your Bible, through going to church, being in different youth groups, uh, being in different spaces where we get to hear about your son Jesus and all that he is and has done for us. God, I pray that we get to bring that encouragement. We get to bring that confidence, that hope to people around us. And God, I pray that we all have people in our lives that will be all those things to us as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Thanks for the jokes, Alan. Now on to the school highlights where we hear what's been going on in different classes around the school. Hello, my name is Poppy and I'm from Junior Infants and we'll be learning about the farm. Hi, my name is Hugo. Uh, I'm from Junior Infants. And I've been learning about measuring. Hi, my name is Nell, and in Senior Memphis, we are learning about the farm and we have been doing collages. Hi, my name is Stella, I'm in first class, and I've been doing fractions. Hi, my name is Eva, I'm from second class, and we've been learning about length. Hi, my name is Anna. I'm from third class and we were all learning about the Egyptians 
and News Today came in and we made masks and we did portraits and our next term we're going to be doing, um, we're going to learn all about um, Vikings. Hi, my name is Ella Rose and I'm from fourth class and before midterm we had a pizza party and we're going to be learning about science and making men with hair. Hi, my name is Elsa and I'm in fifth class and we are getting ready for our projects in for Science Fast. Hi, my name is Taya, I'm in sixth class and we had a Freedom Friday last week uh, where we went around to loads of different classrooms and did loads of fun activities and listened to lots of music. And at the moment in class, we are learning about World War II, which is very interesting. This month's trait is encouragement. Encouragement is possibly the most important trait a person can have. Being encouraging is great, but it can also affect others in positive ways, such as they are more willing to take action and be responsible, and in return they are feeling encouraged. James and Alex have been working very hard to bring you another chapter of this story. Now it's time to listen to it. As they approached the hill, the castle looked much further away than it had moments before. They wrapped their cloaks tightly around them as they began to climb the steep hill. It's getting colder and colder up here, said Ava. Yeah, said Peter, as he and Carl put up the hoods of their cloaks. As they climbed higher and higher, the wind blew harder and harder. Soon they reached the gate of the castle. How do we know if this just isn't some ruin? questioned Carl. They could see a waving flag on the highest tower. It was three wild boars on a green and white checkered background. Weird flag, said Ava. Peter called out. Is there anyone there? Suddenly, from every tower, a group of knights wearing green tunics and silver helmets and chainmail. Their leader was not wearing a helmet, instead a long green cape and was aiming a crossbow at them. Ava gave a shout and covered her head as everyone ducked off the road and into the bushes. The man with the crossbow lowered his weapon and yelled, Who are you? No one answered. Who are you, or I'll tell my men to go down there and set fire to those bushes you're hiding in, and we'll smoke you a little rats. Not wanting to be smoked out, Carl stood out with his hands out. Peter and Jessica did the same, shielding Ava. Not knowing what to say to the strange man, they simply said, We're we from far away. The man shouted back, Come closer! Up close, the man looked older, close up than he had from where they would, had been standing. He had blonde hair going down to his back, it had grey streaks. His face was lined and he had shallow cheekbones. They nervously approached the gate and the drawbridge was lowered. A second later, several guards were down at down to them and grabbed them roughly and dragged them inside. The guards brought the children through a courtyard and up a ramp into the main fortress. Soon they were in the warmth of the great hall. The room was heated by a cracking fire in the gate. They were brought to a large decorated throne at the front of the room. The king was an old bent over man with a green cloak he had bent on a carved wooden staff with a groove in the side and it. This gave Carl a sneaking suspicion that it was concealed a sword. Speak! said the queen in a sharp and intimidating voice. What do you want? said Carl. He felt a lot less safe now that his weapon had been taken away from him. We want the kingdom free from spies such as yourselves, yelled the queen. We're not spies, shouted Ava angrily. Lies, bellowed the queen back. We'll see how you enjoy the arena, she said, slamming her fist down on the table. Arm them and throw them into my gladiators. Minutes later, they were standing in a huge arena, which looks to be in the middle of the fortress. Nine buried gates opened with a clang around them and a warrior stepped out from each one. The first war warrior was a large man wearing a leather tunic and metal shoulder pads. In his hand, he carried a large wooden club. 
Out of the next door, there emerged three small goblins, two wielding crossbows and the biggest one wielding a spear and shield. The next three doors opened, each revealing a warrior with their face hidden behind metal helmets. Each one wielded a large double-handed sword. From the next door marched two creatures that looked like humans, but their skin was strange shade of green. They were clad in heavy armour, carrying flails, and their pointed ears were covered in piercings, and their teeth were a grimy shade of yellow. Carl assumed these were orcs. The next door was a lot larger, and it opened slowly and revealed a muscular troll like the one that they had fought before. But this one was larger, and was clad in black armour, carrying a huge battle axe. Out of the final door they w- there emerged the knight they had seen before on the battlements. This time he wasn't wearing a green but a navy cloak with chainmail underneath and he carried his crossbow and his sword at his side. As he rose his hood over his head and glanced at the children, he whispered, My mother can be very strict sometimes. A horn sounded and the fight begun. All the gladiators started moving in towards the children but the knight in navy hung back. Look out! Ava shouted to Peter. He jumped out of the way of two crossbow bolts fired by the goblins. Luckily, the goblins couldn't fire another shot as they were trampled by the troll in its eagerness to reach the fight. They avoided the charge of the troll. Carl was grateful that they had been supplied with weapons for this fight, even though none of them knew how to use them. Pieces. The warrior dropped his broken club and threw a punch at Carl, which hit him right in the shoulder. Carl winced and was knocked off his feet. The warrior grabbed a stone off the arena floor and aimed a blow at Carl to finish him off, when he suddenly dropped the stone and fell to his knees. There stood the knight in navy robes, lowering his crossbow. The warrior was carried off by medical wizards with a crossbow bolt in his leg. The troll turned, baring its teeth at them. The warrior in navy threw his crossbow to the side and and threw his sword. Stand aside, beast, the warrior shouted. The troll charged, swinging its axe. The warrior stepped aside. As he did, he stuck out his blade. It skimmed over the troll's side. The troll's axe was stuck fast in the ground, and the warrior leaped on its back and pulled off its helmet. The warrior then took a shield from his back and smacked it down on the troll's head. The troll hit the ground with an earthquaking shud. The warrior walked over to the children. They looked at him in awe. He then laid down his sword at his feet and shouted at the audience, The young ones are victorious. They have defeated my mother's gladiators. They shall be considered heroes in the kingdom. They shall join us in the banqueting hall tonight. As the sun set over the kingdom, Peter asked the knight, Why did you save us? You had so many chances to kill you, but you didn't take them, said Ava. The warrior grinned. I'm a royal skate, and I've been watching you since you arrived. You've been chosen to lead a great crusade against the dark sorcerer Colcroft. You were brought to this world for a reason, and you now must save it. My name is Lord Greensmith, and my kingdom depends on you. Hello, we are here with Miss Baker to interview her about her time as a teacher. And some things about encouragement, which is this month's Trade of the Month. The first question is, what are your memories of school? Well, I suppose my main memories are of school Uh, would be from third and fourth class in primary school because I had a teacher who I think was uh, way ahead of her time. So she did art and craft with us, which wouldn't have been usual in those days. Um, She brought in a sewing sewing machine and we made the precursors of dry robes. Uh, She had a dormobile and she used to go off in the summer to travel Mm -hmm. to different places and she brought slides of her holidays from places like Norway back and showed them to us. So that was quite adventurous for that time. 
Uh, I also remember myself and my friend I Iona in fifth and sixth class being sent to teach first and second class whenever the teacher was off sick. <laughs> so can you imagine? Uh, I remember playing bulldog charge and French skipping with elastics and then houses in the big deep hawthorn hedge at the back of the school. Um, I loved the stories and poems in a series called First Aid in English. Uh, and I remember as a junior infant being shown how to put my head down on my hands to to a or go to sleep. <laughs> Do you, what school did you go to? I went to a school in Donegal called uh, Raffoe Central National School. Uh, it's, it's now Raffoe Central National School. So, yeah. so Do you it's like still it? There? It's, it's still there, not the same building that I went to. They built a new school after I was there. Um, but yes, it's still there. <laughs> what are your secret talents? <clears throat> oh, um, it's not a talent, but I love trying new things and visiting new mm. places. Yeah. I don't think I have any secret talents. And <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, what are your hobbies? Oh, well, I love traveling, love visiting new places, uh, love taking photographs. Meeting up with friends, crafts, uh, being in a choir, going to musical events. Um, I have no drawing abilities whatsoever, but I do have a great appreciation of art. <laughs> oh. um, what was your favourite place you've ever travelled to? Oh, well, um, I really enjoyed my time in South Africa. That was mm. very, very special. And um, work, working in the townships was, was just amazing. And then I took some time afterwards and we did some travelling around. And there's some beautiful scenery there. Um, I love the lakes in Italy. You know, mm. I've been to Lake Como and Lake Garda. Um, and I, I really do, really did enjoy those trips. What was the reasoning for you to go to South Africa? Uh, well, there were five of us from school who went and we were working with a group called Mellon Educate and we were, uh, we had a, the marvellous opportunity of being able to work in the townships, in schools, with the teachers and the pupils there. Uh, so that was a real privilege. So we got to work in, with numeracy and literacy and it was just a, a wonderful experience. What was your favourite subject in school? Uh, English in primary school. Um, especially creative writing. I loved creative writing. And then English and French in secondary school. Hmm. What is a special childhood memory that you have? Hmm. Uh, as a very young child, I think sitting on a rug in the garden, making daisy chains while my dad was singing We All Live in a Yellow Submarine. <laughs> or taking part in some drama productions. Yeah. What's your favourite book that you've ever read or that you're reading now? Oh, goodness. Um... I love the book To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, I think the main character takes a stand against racial prejudice and he's committed to fairness and justice despite what it could have cost him personally. So I really did enjoy that. How old were you when you started teaching? Um, I was 21 when I started teaching. What was the first school you ever taught at? Uh, I taught in a school called uh, St. Patrick's in Dalkey. So I was there for 10 years and then I came here. So I've been here since. <laughs> Um, have you ever taught in a secondary school? No, I've never taught anybody above sixth class. Now, unless you count giving my daughters a hand with Irish and maths when they were in secondary school. <laughs> no, not Would you like school. to teach a secondary school? Or do you prefer uh, primary? I, I love primary. And I love primary because I think the jumps that they make in learning are huge. And it's just wonderful to see it. It's... it's 
you know, particularly down at the infant end when they're learning to read, <laughs> that just the, the amazing progress that they make in a very short period of time is just so wonderful. What's the most encouraging thing anybody has done for you this year? Well, um, two lovely former pupils who are now nearly finished secondary school um, were kind enough to say that they were still some, using some of the methods that we'd used in maths mm -hmm. and sixth class. And another former pupil said she was still using some of the spelling strategies that we'd worked on. So I suppose as a teacher that you, you hope that what you're doing will be helpful and a good foundation for what's ahead. So that was really, that was really lovely and unexpected. Um, I love to see the progress of the pupils in school and as they move from class to class and not just their academic progress, but how they develop in confidence and, and to see their various and unique talents develop. And I think that's really what's encouraging and spurs us on. Yeah. What's your definition of encouragement? Um, probably for me, it's someone who will give you the support or confidence to do something or attempt to do something which might be difficult or daunting. Now, not to do it for you, but to give you enough belief in yourself that you can attempt it. And if you succeed, I think that gives you a great sense of, of achievement and maybe the confidence to tackle something else challenging. So I think myself blessed to work in an environment where everyone is so positive, supportive and encouraging. Okay, well, that's all we have. Thank you today. so much for letting We'd us love interview to you. have you again sometime. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
and that lasted for about six months and then I had the absolute pleasure of sharing fifth class with Miss Swords and then after that I went into fifth class by myself for a couple of years. We would have been in junior infants right back then I think. Oh, right. I can't remember if you were, yeah, so it's either yeah. you or the year ahead of you who were in junior infants when I started here. Yeah. yeah. What is your favourite class to teach? Hmm. Well, I'm going to be biased because obviously my years here I've spent teaching fifth class and then sixth class. So definitely the senior classes. I love projects and how independent you are at 10 to 11 and 12. And I love the conversations that you can have in fifth and sixth class about really difficult or tricky topics or the trials and tribulations of life. And just you guys have really good opinions on things and it's nice to hear them. <laughs> What's your favourite memory from Killer the Grange? Oh my goodness. There are so many. <laughs> um goodness off the top of my head probably wrapping miss cobbs and mrs evans cars in wrapping paper pranking them oh, basically yeah. just loads of pranks you wouldn't I believe what that. happens to you yeah. <laughs> yeah throwing cornflakes at them and things like that the things that happen after two fifteen are probably my favorite memories which um shows what a, a lovely staff we have here that we really get up to fun and mischief after the children go home my favorite my my favorite memory from kill uh, I think I might have said this before, but I'll say it again, is in junior infants, we were doing music and you had to color in a picture, a picture of a donkey in a field. And I colored in everything. I did all the work. I did the entire page except for coloring in the donkey. And I just remember standing at the teacher's desk, refusing to color in the donkey. And I really don't know why. Fantastic. Do you remember your school growing up? I do. I have really great memories from primary school. I went to St. Andrew's National School in Bray and that's where my nieces go now and my siblings went there as well. And I just loved it. It had the biggest field out the back and on dry days, that's where you went for break time. And it, there was a huge horse chestnut tree in the middle of it. And every September, just there'd be so many conquers. And you can imagine the conquer wars that went on then. And it was just fantastic. I actually have... I, I was a little bit mischievous when I was a child as well as an adult and uh, in third class we thought it'd be really fun one wet break to have chair races across it was called a wet area like the back of the classroom that has yep. a line on the floor so we had the same chairs that we have now the red ones we were in and myself my friend um put our chairs at the wet area at the back and started scraping them along the floor to see who could get to the other side first <laughs> obviously the floor got absolutely ruined with the line marks that didn't come out and i got in so much trouble um another funny story i played the piano when i was younger uh so do any of you play instruments? I used to play the piano, the guitar and the violin. Fantastic. So I played the piano and then I said when I was doing my junior research, oh, it's too important, I need to stop. And it's my biggest regret is that I stopped playing the piano. We we're learning how to play. But I picked up the violin in fourth class. I was no good at it. <laughs> my fingers just couldn't figure out the strings at all. But anyway, at Christmas we had a violin concert I suppose you'd say and I was really nervous because I wasn't that great at it and there was loads of people there and Miss McVeigh will tell you I don't like standing up in front of assembly or anything like that so standing up in front of people isn't my thing but anyway I was going to get up on the stage and there was a group of us maybe 10 of us with violins playing jingle bells or something and I was, uh, as I was walking up the stage my shoe fell off <laughs> <laughs> 
got so flustered that I was trying to get my shoe back on that I lost my place in line. So I just had to join the end of the line and my shoe was still off because it was one of those lace ones. So I couldn't slip my foot back in. So as we were playing Jingle Bells, I just played the same note over and over again. So everyone was like, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. And I was like, Oh, I didn't do violin in fifth class. <laughs> Did you go to secondary school though as well? No, I went to secondary school in Loretta Bray because um, I lived close by to there. So it was really mm -hmm. handy that I could walk. And that's where I started to play hockey. And that is, is that nice? I started playing hockey when I was about 10, but I, I played a lot more hockey in secondary school and I loved it. And I still play today. And that's where I found my love of sports was in secondary school. <laughs> What was your favourite subject in secondary school? English, which is funny. Um, I loved it. Loved reading um, all about Shakespeare or uh, books. And I just loved reading books. And I think that comes from when I was younger. Um, my parents used to read to me at night time. And I remember when the Harry Potters came out, I was obsessed <laughs> with them. Do you guys read Harry Potter or have you read them? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in the middle of reading it. They're, they're so good and yeah. my dad used to start reading them to me but the first one came out when I was seven I was the same age as Harry Potter so we kind of grew up together and by the time the fourth one came out they came out at midnight so I lined up on Bray Main Street at midnight to get the Goblet of Fire and that's kind of my memory reading and then I just yeah love English love do you words. remember any of your English teachers um I do and his name was Mr Villiers <laughs> and he was from the Midlands somewhere. He was just so funny, but he was brilliant. He was a really good English teacher. Imagine <laughs> if he finds the podcast now. That'd be so funny. Hello, Mr. Villiers, you're great. <laughs> Were you always a maths teacher? <laughs> if you saw my sixth class maths lesson today, which you, well, some yeah. of you did, you'll know that I was not always a maths teacher, but we learned from our experiences and. Yeah, no, I do. I love maths, though. I love teaching maths and the STEM subjects. Yeah. Did you always want to be a teacher growing up? I didn't, actually. Oh. I did think about it when I was younger, like six, seven, and you're playing dress up and stuff. And then when I got to secondary school, my love of English and my love of French. I really wanted to do journalism and French. And who knows? Like, maybe I should be sitting in the south of France writing for a <laughs> local newspaper. Here I am. <laughs> When did you decide you were going to be a teacher? Um, when you do your leaving cert, you fill in the CAO. Have you heard of that? Mm. It's a, this form that you fill in if you want to go to third level or to college and you say, I want to do this course first and this course second. And then depends how your leaving cert goes. Depending how your leaving cert goes, it tells you how many points you'll get or what order. So I actually put teaching first and I didn't think I'd get the points for it. And then I put journalism and French second, but I got the points for teaching. And that's why I'm here. Oh. And I love it. What's your favourite subject subject to teach? Um, STEM. Do you know what STEM stands for? Yep. Science, tech, educate, um, engineering, and maths. Yeah. So all of those, and I love. I don't want to say the word teaching. I want to say the word facilitating learning. I suppose more so, and I suppose it's with the older classes as well that teachers help you to do your own projects and to research and investigate and experiment and, and I love being a part of that so you, you so that the children figure out the answers for themselves and I just help them to get there yeah can you tell us a bit about your wedding <laughs> um it's in the same venue as Mrs McDowell's was 
and there'll be lots of dancing and lots of cake. Where is that venue though? It is <laughs> it's Boris House down in Carlow and it's a lovely, beautiful house and I love going down there to visit. Are you excited for your wedding? <laughs> yes. Are you excited for my wedding? Yes. yes. Great. <laughs> Can you give us a sneak peek like your dress? Uh, <laughs> yes, here it is. <laughs> um, just pink wild flowers. Very, everything's going to be very wild and just everyone's going to have fun and enjoy themselves. That's the main aim of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for letting us interview oh, you. Thank yeah. you for interviewing me. I really enjoyed that. Now it's time for the book and movie recommendations. The Day the Crayons Quit is a children's book about a boy named Duncan and his box of crayons. The crayons decide to go on strike because they are not satisfied with the way they are treated. Sing is about a koala who starts a show and the winner of the show is supposed to get $1,000. However, a mistake on the leaflet promises the winner $100,000. Percy Jackson is a good book for 9 to 10 year olds. Percy Jackson is a book about a teenager who discovers he is the descendant of a Greek god and sets out an adventure to settle an ongoing battle between the gods. The Willoughby's is a movie about two parents who don't care for their children and treat them horribly. Home Alone is about a boy who was left home alone by accident at Christmas time while the rest of his family went to Paris. Hi, we're here with Anna and Ben from Second Class. Can you tell us about Second Class and what are your favourite things to do? My favourite thing to do is arts. Oh. My favourite thing to do is PE. What do you like in art and PE? What's um, your favourite thing to do? I don't really know, just anything. Painting, maybe. Then what games would you play in PE? Octopus and Blob. And What's your favourite? Football. Football. Do you play football outside of school? No. Mm. What is your favourite subject? My favourite subject? Probably art. <laughs> Do you like art? Yeah. Yeah. Probably computers. Computers? Oh, what do you do in computers? You play games, typing? Learn to type. Oh, is it interesting or kind of boring? It's okay. Yeah. Who were some of your best friends? Um, Martha Beth, Serena Beth, lots. There's lots of them. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Alex Sharp, Ethan, Finn, Angus, Alex D. You have a lot. Does it keep on going? Go on, keep going. David, Daniel. Yeah. That's a lot. How would you encourage your friends if they were feeling sad or? No, if they weren't playing with anyone, they'd probably include them in our game. Aww. I'd ask them if they're okay. Aww. You guys are so kind. Your friends are so lucky. I heard you did like a nativity recently. What parts were you? I was Mrs. Innkeeper. Oh? I was an inspector and a wise man. Oh, did you guys ever forget any of your lines? No. 
It was different because it was filmed this year, wasn't it? Yeah. I bet you were better than remembering your lines than us. What was your favourite part in your nativity? I don't really have the one. They were all really fun. Yeah, you did so many songs. Was it hard to learn them all? No. No. They were they were all so good. And we were singing, we were like singing, dancing along. Did you did all the actions take long to learn? Well, this um, this yeah. Middleton would probably just be doing them in the background. Uh, so were you guys yeah. copying her? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? To learn a bit more like Dutch. Oh, do you speak Dutch? I only know two words, Ulatazit and Hallo. What do they mean? Ulatazit means what time is it and Hallo means hello. Oh. <laughs> and what about you, Anna? No, I don't have any yet. Yeah, I don't even think I have any, so. No, no, no. Have you guys heard of the movie Encanto? Yes. Do you like it? Yes. Who's your favourite character? I don't have one. No, I have one. Animal guy. Yeah. I don't even know his name. Is, Is he your favourite? Yeah. He was the guy that got his special gift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What are your favourite hobbies like outside of school? Or what sports or anything do you do? Uh, I don't really do any outside school. I'd maybe just do... Like tennis and dance and drama and hockey. Oh, which is your favourite if you had to choose one? Mm. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Do art because the case fun, dance and yeah. drama. Yeah, they all sound so much fun. Yeah. What about ben, you, ben? do you do any? GAA, hockey and tennis and. Yeah. How do you have time for homework? <laughs> What's your favourite? GAA. Yeah. Do you play on a team with lots of your friends? Does anyone in your class play? Only animals. Um, why is Kill of the Grange the best school? Because everyone's really kind. Yeah. Everyone's really happy and they always have a smile on their face. They do, and all the teachers are so nice. Like, if you were ever yeah. sad or anything, they would always help you. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for letting us interview you guys. All right, You're thanks. <laughs>
Pharaoh dies and the Egyptian queen will get um, killed. Why? Wow, that's a gruesome fact. In sixth class, we've all chosen words for 2022. Susanna's word is patience and mine is happiness. What would be yours? Mine's probably um, excitement. And mine is kindness. Why do you think you chose this word? Um, I chose kindness because it's important. And what about you, Davey? Um, I think I chose um, (laughs) excitement because um, everyone should be excited if they're, like, feeling sad or something. In third class, we did animal projects. Are you doing those this year? Yeah. And what have you chosen? So I've chosen gorillas and apes. And I have chosen a penguin. Why do you like this animal? I like penguins because they're cute and cuddly. And I like gorillas and apes because I like big animals. What sports and after-school activities do you do and play now? So I do drama and badminton. That's like the school stuff. Um, And then I do swimming, hockey, um, um, sewing, um, what else? Tennis and karate. And what about you, Olivia? Um, Well, for school, I don't do any after school um, sports, but in general, I do Irish dancing, swimming, and that's it. And you're very good at Irish dancing, I heard, haven't, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> what is your favourite thing about school? Um, probably, there's lots of things, but um, if you want one, then probably the times table tennis, <laughs> table tennis, times table thingy. What about you, Olivia? Um, my favourite thing is PE. Who is your teacher? Miss Davy. What's your favorite thing to do in yard? Um so um we're, like lots of the kids in our class like me um were interested we're also interested in Egypt. So we were doing um we were playing some Egyptian game. And what about you, Olivia? Um well sometimes me and my other three friends and we make up dance routines well i'm afraid that's all we have time for thanks for doing this interview for pod squad bye thank you bye thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed our podcast make sure you let us know what you thought and don't forget to subscribe we will see you in march goodbye (laughs) 